It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here once again with Melissa Ruggieri. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Uh, nice to be back. <laughs> yeah, it's always great to have you because if uh, those of you out there who've listened before know that Melissa and I can talk. <laughs> so get prepared. <laughs> yes. And uh, this time we're talking about something that uh, we are both very excited about, which is spring concerts. I like spring concerts because a lot of them are still inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we haven't gone full outside yet, although right. the amphitheater season does kick in in you know, early, mid-April. Right. And this year Chastain is starting in April again. Last year, remember, they didn't start until June because yeah. they were doing those renovations and right. it was really late for them but right and when they do when they do have them outside in spring at least it's not horrifyingly exactly. hot exactly <laughs> I can deal with it I only have to bring one change of shirt right <laughs> yeah <not> three. <laughs> <laughs> but no there's a, there's a lot going on and there are a couple festivals too so right. we should also tell people in uh, Friday's Go Guide I have a full listing of well the 25 of the shows that are going to be coming Right. there are probably a couple hundred of them but we oh, only yeah. have but so much space and I didn't mention the two big festivals in the spring because I usually write about those separately sure. but but you know we definitely want people to know about the Sweetwater 420 Festival which is in April the weekend of April 20th obviously yep. Yep. and then Shaky Knees which is the first weekend of May yep. and both of those have great lineups you know uh, Sweetwater is kind kind of gone back more to the jam band focused stuff mm-hmm. and shaky knees has that eclectic you know alt rock <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. going and they are back at central park this year and sweetwater is at centennial olympic park yep so in case you're into the festival thing but aside from all those those couple of festivals the other big show this season is going to be the only thing that's been booked so far this year at mercedes-benz stadium our only stadium show which is george Strait, yeah who retired from touring a couple yeah. of years ago with his cowboy rides again tour but you know he never said he was going to stop playing and he's out in vegas a lot he loves playing in vegas he does these little residencies at their t-mobile arena where he'll do four or five nights a couple times a year and sells it out all the time right here he hooked up with chris stapleton which was a really really smart thing to do mm-hmm. and not that he wouldn't have sold out mercedes-benz instantly on his own but you put chris stapleton on that bill and those yep. tickets went really fast yeah and it's going to be a really great day really of music i mean everything starts at like four or five in the afternoon yeah. and you know you get to yeah. see some of the newcomers first and then those two will be headlining right and, and that's what uh, march 
30th or 31st? That is March 30th, yes. Yes, that is is at the end of this month, yeah. Yeah. And so speaking of farewells, there are a couple, we think. (laughs) Yes, so they say. So they say. George Clinton is coming back with Parliament Funkadelic. We we did think that last September when he did one music fest, that that was going to be the last time they were going to be in Atlanta because they sort of said that. But (laughs) but then they tacked on some dates this spring and he's going to be coming back for what I'm sure will be his last show. It's April 4th at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. And that's, you know, like we were saying. Maybe you even saw him at one music fest, but seeing him there is going was a lot different than how you mm-hmm. would see him in a in an intimate theater setting. For so sure, and it's not like he's on stage the entire show anymore. Yeah. He hasn't been for yeah. a long time. He's kind of like a figurehead yeah. now, but he's George Clinton, <laughs> right? Right. He's he's up there in his late seventies. He so, is. Uh, he is. Yeah. He deserves to uh, take a little retirement. Now. He does, and <laughs> and so does uh, Joan Baez. Actually, I just spoke to her today. She's you know she's exactly what you would expect Joan Baez to be. Just a lovely peaceful sounding woman uh-huh, <laughs> you know? yep. I was like are, the, are those wind chimes in the background I hear and she's like they're my Koshi bells <laughs> and, ah. you know, I mean, it's that kind of life that she has but you know <laughs> and, and she's you know she's just such a wonderful musician yeah. and artist and um but she's going to be she's on her farewell tour as well which is going to mm-hmm. be coming to Symphony Hall in April on April 12th so she's somebody else who really is she said this is you know this is it because her voice it's that's why yeah and she doesn't use it enough to keep it supple and right. if she said if I were touring all the time I might be able to do it a few more years but you know I don't and she said I don't want to sit at my kitchen doing five hours of voice you know voice lessons every day yeah. to keep it going and so that's going to be the, the end for her and then April 7th uh, Kiss will be at State Farm Arena ah uh, yeah sure <laughs> the mm-hmm. end of the road uh-huh. yeah <laughs> but I again you know we are cynical for good reason because yeah. <laughs> these people keep telling us they're yeah. leaving and then well, they come back. A kiss, kiss in particular. Yes. I think this is what their third, Maybe fourth, their third. But <laughs> but in their defense, the official, the first farewell tour really was the last time it was the original band that that went out on tour. Okay. So so okay. I kind of am okay with that. But you know they're at the point now. Of course, there are a bunch of rumors out there that they're not really even that Paul Stanley's not really singing the whole show. That there's a lot of lip syncing right. going on, and to which I say. And who cares? It's Kiss. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I yeah, mean, Kiss, who's going to see <laughs> a, a Kiss live experience isn't necessarily about the music or, maybe. The, or the vocals. Yeah, you know? it's about yeah. what you're going to see. And they always do put on a really fun, loud show with a right. lot of pyro, and the costumes are the same costumes. And you know, I mean, they are what they are. They've yeah. never been top musicians, but they're fun. And yeah. this is really, I think, going to be the last time that you'll see them right. here. And, and this, this, you know, and now Kiss is basically it's Paul Stanley and Gene and Simmons. Gene Simmons, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's yes. like uh, they yeah, ace freely. There's a lot of animosity yes. there. Uh, so, yes, yeah. yes. Even though there there had been talk at the beginning of the tour of you know maybe he'll join us for some shows and then nope that did not yeah, work out no. well. Mm-mm. So so much for that. And then coming in May May 29th, Ozzy Osbourne will be at State Farm Arena also wow. on his No More Tours two because of course he had a No More Tours one yeah. a long time ago. I, I thought I remembered that that he was uh, he was not gonna yeah well yeah but I I guess Black Sabbath already did. Their yes, farewell. They so. did do their farewell, but yeah. this is this is going to be Ozzy's goodbye. And you know he was sick recently. He had pneumonia. He had right. to cancel a bunch of dates. So yeah. you know it's probably a good thing that. But <laughs> hey, you know, don't be surprised if in a few years you get the Ozzy Black Sabbath. Right. No more tours three. <laughs> when Sharon got tired of him being at home and said, "Get back out there, <laughs> you're annoying me." <laughs> so there's some cool hip hop shows that are going to be coming too. The Dungeon Family Reunion is yeah. going to be at the Fox on April 20th, and that, of course, you know, will be Big Boy and Goody Mob and all the familiar 
familiar Atlanta right. names. I mean, it's it's kind of like the height of Atlanta excellency in hip hop. <laughs> right. So right. if you want to see everybody together, that's a good place to go. Yeah, there was a little taste of that recently. We had Goody Mob uh, yes. doing a show here. Right. And so and Big Boy, of course, was just and, on the Super Bowl. Right. And, yeah, and right. he plays very often. That you know, he he opened for Christina Aguilera last year when she came yep. to the Fox, and of course also was at one music fest. So yeah, Big Boy's a frequent presence. But yep. it'll be cool to see what kind of collaborating goes on. Yeah. During that particular show, and mm. then and then the newcomer to the scene, Lil Baby, he is going to be at the Coca Cola Roxy on April twentieth, and that show sold out really quickly. You know, yeah, he's he's part of the the camp that is Migos and Lil Yachty mm-hmm. and the quality control people, and he was also part of one of those State Farm Arena shows over Super Bowl yeah. weekend, the ludicrous yeah. thing, and you know, well, he's, along with many 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 others, people. yes, yeah. and, and you know, he has certainly taken off. So yeah. you know, if you're into the the newer stuff. Blackpink. Do you know much about Blackpink? No. They are a female K-pop band. They're playing May 5th at Infinite Energy. They are only doing like six dates Hmm. in the U.S. And the day, the night before it was announced, my contact at the venue actually sent me an email at like 1030 at night and said, I just got this and I wanted to send it to you now because we just mentioned it on social media and it exploded. So I thought you might want to, you know, get something up tonight rather than wait till the morning. And I was like, who? <laughs> yeah, well, K-pop is just suddenly it huge. Really is, and these girls are one of the one. I mean, their their songs have gotten you know hundreds of millions of streams yeah. and downloads, and they're huge worldwide. And yeah. they they were one of the few dates that yeah. they're, that they're going to be doing. So I mean, it's funny. I mean, K-pop's been around for a while. It's right. not, you know, it's not like it's it's a, a a new phenomenon, but all of a sudden it seems to be yeah really really popular. And I and I guess maybe it's just just making its way more toward the East Coast Maybe, because, yeah. you know, L- L.A. is, you know, been yeah. a, a haven for it for a little bit longer, I right. think. And I guess it's just expanding. Yeah, that makes sense. Internationally. Yeah. But I'm going to go check them out. I'm just kind of curious to yeah. see what it's all about and what the audience is. You know, are, are they right. are they 12-year-old girls? Are mm-hmm. they 6-year-old girls? Are they 20-year-old girls? You right. Know? <laughs> I mean, right. Like, you know, who's going? Like, you know, what? who are they appealing to? Yeah. Which will be interesting. And also the, the language barrier, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, do these kids, I guess, do they sing in their language? language or right. do they you know, it'll just... well don't a lot of k-pop they sing in english I some think. of them i mean not all but not yeah. all yeah so i don't know we'll check that out yeah sounds uh, interesting yeah and then b2k uh reuniting yes. that kind of surprised me that they had they had one show set for state farm which initially i was like hmm that seems like a big place to be playing and then that sold out so fast mm-hmm. they added a second date so they're going to be there on april 4th and april 5th yeah and i guess if you grew up you know in, in the late 90s and early 2000s and were into that young R&B thing like you know you had the Backstreet Boys and then the B2K and it's going to be another one of those all evening shows with a bunch of guests and People hanging out and you know re- reliving their youth, <laughs> I think is is going to be what a lot of people yeah a lot of people <laughs> seem to love to do that yes. you know people of all ages seem to want to re- relive their know. youth you know <laughs> and all genres yeah it's true I guess too well speaking of reliving my youth a little bit White Snake is going to be coming oh, to wow. what is now known as Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain don't forget ah, yes. they also had a name change this year yep. they will be there on April twentieth and David Coverdale is still singing lead for them and right. you know I haven't seen them in ages so I'm gonna go check them out they've they've been touring the past couple summers on you know various package tours but I've always sort of missed whoever right. <laughs> they were with but that's gonna be the first show at Chastain this year okay the, and I'm and I'm sure that doesn't come with Tawny Katane writhing on a, on a car hood. You think she still wants to? I, <laughs> I doubt it. I, I doubt it. She's probably, she probably looks at that video and goes, yeah, that was a whole other time of my life. <laughs> Speaking of, I can't wait to see Motley Crue's The Dirt on Netflix uh, <laughs> this yes. weekend. Yeah. 
trend. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that for yeah. a long time. Yeah. That whole era of crazy hair band mm. mayhem. Yeah. Um, and then the first show at what used to be the Verizon Amphitheater in Alpharetta, now the Ameris Bank Amphitheater, right. will be Santana on April 24th. Okay. He'll be coming back, taking a break from Vegas. He's also been doing a, a residency out there for, right. for many years. And if you're into the new rock stuff, Greta Van Fleet doing two shows at Fox Theater, May 12th and 13th. Really? Two yeah, shows? Yeah, two shows. You know, they just won a Grammy. And, right. You know, I, I really like that band. I, In a way, I feel bad that they are always going to be compared to Led Zeppelin. And, yeah. and for good reason in some ways, because the singer has that same type of powerful voice that Robert Plant had then. But then when I, you know, the more you listen to their music, they really are just a, you know, blues rock funk type, you know, band. And, and they're more than just trying to clone <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see what a full live show by them looks like because right. they've really they've really taken off since their debut album came out last yeah. fall. So. Oh, in the 1975, actually, speaking of bands uh, that sound like yeah. other bands. Uh-huh. Although they're, they've, they've evolved since their first album. They their, have. Their, yeah, their current yeah. album isn't quite as 80s synthy as, as their mm-hmm. earlier stuff was. They're going to be at Chastain May 18th. That show's already sold out. They sold yeah. out pretty quickly as well. And I would say that the surprise of the summer for me is the crazy success of the Hootie and the Blowfish tour. Now, huh. they're coming here June 1st at Solaris Amphitheater. No, wait. <laughs> Solaris Amphitheater at Lakewood. Did yes. I get that right? Okay. Yes. Solaris Amphitheater. It's so hard to remember them all. Um, Hootie got back together last summer here to open for Jason Aldean yep. when he played SunTrust Park. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of a thing because while they never officially broke up, you know, Darius went on to Darius Rucker went on to have a big career in country music. Yeah. The other guys are always still around, and they would get together like once or twice a year to play like at a golf charity, mm-hmm. you know, tournament or you know stuff like that. But they hadn't performed as a band regularly in in a really long time. So yeah. and and last year's set with with Jason Aldean was fun. I mean, they sounded just the same as they used to. I mean, they played all the hits, and right. you know, as as I said in my story Friday, it's like the one time I will allow cargo shorts and hacky sacks in my <laughs> presence because you know, it's understandable that's the era yeah <laughs> you know but yeah. but the tour is doing really the tour is doing so well that at least for the atlanta shows when you go online to buy tickets there are limited like you have to live in either georgia or the carolinas to buy tickets for this particular show because huh. the demand has been so great that they sort of had to cut off regional you know outside of regional access wow. to buy tickets for that particular huh. show and you know it's it's doing really well so speaking of nostalgia exactly. Exactly, yeah. So I kind of wrapped up spring on uh, June 8th was the last show I have listed, which yeah. is Ariana Grande, who will be at State Farm with her Sweetener Tour, which just kicked off. And, right. And she has been so prolific in between dating um, <laughs> these, these past few months that it's the Sweetener Tour, which was the album that she released last fall. She's yes. already released another album, yes. <laughs> Thank yep. You Next. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, she's going to be performing stuff from from both of those albums as right. well, of course, as the, the giant hits. And I got to say, that girl's got a voice. She, she really does. Yeah, there's I, no denying that. There really isn't. I interviewed David Foster a few weeks ago before he came to town, and we talked a little bit about current people because, you know, he's worked with Celine Dion and Barbara Streisand and mm-hmm. you know, all the big voices. And he said, you know, Ariana Grande is is it for right now. He's like, I, I haven't met anyone with such a pure voice like she has. And, you know, coming from somebody like that who's worked with people like that, that's, yeah. that's pretty high praise. And I've seen her in concert a few times. And, you know, she puts on a fun show. She's, yeah. you know, she's yeah. a talented girl. 
Spring, I think, goes through later into later, June. But, later you know, we all, we all think of June as being the start right. of summer. It's, you know, because then sometime in June I have to do the summer concert preview. Right. And like I said, you know, I, it's so hard to do this story. It literally takes me three days of work to yeah. do because first I've got to, like, look at the calendar. And then I have a list of, like, 50 or 60 shows. And then I have to whittle them down. And I like to include at least one show for every venue that's in Atlanta. Yeah. And there are a lot of venues yeah. in Atlanta. But then you don't want to leave out the big stuff at, at the arena or the stadium right. or whatever. And then, you know, you got to kind of go through and make sure you're appealing to all different genres and, you know, people who like to listen to different kinds of things. Right. Some young people, some old <laughs> yep. people. And yeah. it's really hard to get to, you know, 25. Sometimes I only do 20. This year I was like, I can't just do 20. I've got three yeah. five more. Yeah. So who knows what summer has in store, though. So right. we'll be back for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a great, great spring. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. I, I really like that. It's like I'm actually even going to a show this uh, this spring. That's which right. I hardly ever do anymore. Yes, so. around shaky knees time. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, it's a late night show uh, with Idols and Fontaine's DC. Who uh, you should keep an eye on Fontaine's DC. Idols are already doing very well. The British band with a uh, sort of post punk political thing going on from Bristol, um, and they're on their second album, Joy is an Act of Resistance, and uh, they're going to be playing a late. They're playing shaky knees, mm-hmm. but they're also playing a late night show at the Earl on that Friday night mm-hmm. of Shaky Knees. And um, Fontaine's DC are opening for them. They're a band out of Dublin who are releasing their debut album in April. Um, and the singles that have been taken off of that are just great. They're kind of, uh, you go from anthemic to these really nice little character study type things. Um, they're a great, great band. And they seem to be blowing up on a small scale, and I think that that's going to expand at some point. Once we're um, on that festival circuit, that, yeah. that's usually the thing for a lot of these bands. But yeah. I might go to that late show just because I want to see you out that late. <laughs> I want proof. <laughs> it does not happen very often anymore. Yeah, it used to happen all the time. Yeah, and then I know you get to that age where yeah. you're like, the couch seems a lot more appealing yeah. than the club at midnight. Yeah, but it's funny. I did see Idols here last, last uh, fall at uh, Masquerade. Um, that was not as late a show. Right. But That's it, 9 but, o'clock, not midnight. <laughs> right. But it was still, you know, I was still actually out at a, a club show on, you know, I don't think it was a weeknight. But still, um, you know, it, it was great fun. And, and uh, the, the the fans of uh, that band are, are tend to be a little closer to my age, strangely <laughs> enough. They're keeping everybody out late. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's like they, the, the fan base is pretty wide and wide ranging. So that really helps. It's like I'm not I am not the oldest person in yes. the room. I feel that way when I go to see like Ariana Grande, actually. <laughs> like I look around going, I could be your mother. Yeah. To half the people in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But. But, but that's but that's what's cool about the festivals too is that they both festivals will have late night right. o- offerings if you do want to yeah. go hang out you know after the shows yeah. end at like ten eleven o'clock and yeah and you get to see you know see your band up close playing a longer set yes. and, in and that maybe intimate setting <laughs> yeah and you know who knows maybe because they played the festival earlier in the day they may play some different stuff right. Uh, for they the know, folks, yeah, they know the hardcore fans are exactly going to be, there gonna be at late, those. So yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, so those are always great things to keep in mind. Little things like that. Well, that's uh, our roundup of spring shows, uh, and of course, come summer we'll probably do it again. Um, so you'll want to come back and and see what uh, fun things are coming this summer. 
Probably in June. <laughs> later in June. Just yeah, probably later, later in June. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks so much for uh, coming and talking to us, Melissa. As always, happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, and uh, stay tuned for some events, including a little more about the George Clinton show that's coming up. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. Movie fans are in for a treat at the Atlanta Film Festival. This 10-day showcase draws nearly 25,000 people every year. The fest includes screenings, panels, and demos, including discussions with filmmakers, artists, and other industry professionals. It's an opportunity to see both world premieres and big screen showings of short films. There are many Georgia shot films being screened, and the closing night brings Them That Follow, starring Georgia native Walt Goggins and recent Oscar winner Olivia Colman. The festival begins on April 4th and continues through April 14th. Individual screenings are $10 to $12. It's $50 for opening and closing screenings, and badges that allow different access levels are $125 to $725. The fest takes place at various locations, including the Plaza Theater, Dad's Garage, and the Highland Inn. See the complete schedule and get tickets and badges at atlantafilmfestival.com. In Pearl Clegg's new play, Angry, Raucous, and Shamelessly Gorgeous, two women return to the U.S. after many years to recreate an infamous performance that sent them into a sort of exile many years before. This new staging involves collaborating with an ambitious young performer with a background in the adult entertainment industry. The generational and artistic differences must be confronted as they search for a way to reconcile their very different ways of looking at the world. The premiere of Angry, Raucous, and Shamelessly Gorgeous is on the Alliance Theater's newly renovated Coca-Cola stage and continues through April 14th. Tickets are $10 to $80. Find out more and get tickets at alliancetheater.org. Funkmeister George Clinton is on his final tour, or so he says, and he is 77 years old now, so maybe he deserves to take it easy. Still, it's hard to imagine the world without some incarnation of the Parliament Funkadelic thing that's been putting the freaky in the funky for nearly 50 years. You might want to catch him one more time at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center on April 4th. Clinton began his career back in the late 50s with a doo-wop outfit called The Parliaments. In the 60s, he spent time as a staff songwriter for Motown as he continued recording with The Parliaments, which would eventually morph into Parliament and Funkadelic, both bands releasing their debut albums in 1970. Clinton also released some solo albums, scoring a hit with the memorable Atomic Dog, a number one R&B hit that you might be shocked to learn didn't even crack the Billboard Hot 100. Doesn't matter though, because most everyone knows the song. Heck, Parliament never had a top 10 pop hit, and the deeply and fabulously weird Funkadelic never came even close. Living legends are rare, so don't miss your chance to see George Clinton one more time as the P-Funk mothership lands at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center on April 4th. Tickets are $42 to $72. Find them at CobbEnergyCenter.com. Roseanne Cash always seemed a little too smart and independent-minded to last long in the mainstream, but Johnny Cash's daughter managed a string of country hits in the 80s. The hits are long behind her now, but she's still making fantastic music that's unconcerned with current musical trends. And she's always a great live performer, and you can catch her at center stage on April 6th. Country radio would be a better place if her song still got airplay, but at least she continues making introspective and critically revered albums, including last year's She Remembers Everything. Catch Roseanne Cash at Center Stage at 8 p.m. April 6th. 
Tickets are $40 to $60, and you can get those and details at centerstage-atlanta.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Oh,